successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show and online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation, always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to the Grill Nation Show here on 980 AM and on iTunes via podcast or if you're on our website at GrillNationShow.com. I appreciate you listening to all of our shows. I'm Jason Grill, your host. You can connect with me on social media, search for my name, or on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. We are going to have a awesome show today. If you're into architecture, uh, both residential and commercial, we're going to learn what fabrication is. We're going to talk about some awesome projects that have happened here in Kansas City uh, with a great local company called Icon Architecture. Their website is icon-architecture.com. And before we get to them, though, I want to bring on uh, a great guy who has been on our show before, and he is with Landmark Bank. Jeff Phillips is with us in studio. Uh, he's the senior vice president at Landmark National Bank. What's up, Jeff? How are you? Hey, man. Good to be with you again. It's good to see you. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you've made a transition before we get to who our guests are, and we, we preview the show, to Landmark. So tell me about that. Um, I know you were at MoBank for quite a while yeah. and made the transition over to Landmark National Bank. Yeah. Yeah. So it's hard to believe, but it's been uh, just a little over a year now. And Has it been that yeah, long? And, wow. um, you know, really it was just a great opportunity to uh, help a group that didn't have a bad reputation in ha- town, just didn't have maybe a, a well-known reputation in town, but folks that are uh, really committed to building a community of, of uh, believers that all um, – believe that we can help each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just really drawn to that. And so we had an opportunity to um, uh, come over, open a new office in Prairie Village, uh, add some of the uh, who's who in banking as far as our teammates go. We've been building that out. And we've just been really blessed with the amount of folks that have reached out to us and uh, want to come and be a part of it. Mm-hmm. The website is banklandmark.com. You mentioned the Prairie Village location. Yeah. Uh, I'm on your website. You guys have um, a decent amount of banks throughout the region. Yeah, we do. Uh, I mean, we have uh, we truly are a community bank. So we are in uh, several communities throughout the state of Kansas. Um, and, I mean, we have bankers in those communities who are uh, serving those communities. So it's not it's not just a lip service thing where all decisions are being made out of some central office. We really have bankers on the ground. And so we have three locations here now. We have one in Prairie Village at 75th and roughly 75th and Mission, um, one in Overland Park around 135th and 69, and then one over in Lenexa at 79th and Quivira. And you guys work with both uh – People and businesses. Yeah, we. Uh, it seems to be folks that are drawn to us. It's not really a niche. It's more people that uh, share our same values. Mm-hmm. And so folks that understand like the power of connection mm-hmm. um, and how we can introduce each other to, uh, like our guest today, how we can introduce and help each other out. Um, folks that are pretty engaged in the community that want to see Kansas City do well and understand they have a responsibility to to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then people that are just learners, just, uh, you know, like to read, like to listen to speakers, like to listen to 
uh, you know, KMBZ radio programs. And, <laughs> 980 uh, AM. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, you know, it seems like it's kind of people that have those shared values that, that we're drawn to. You've always kind of been a leader in that respect as far as connecting and uh, learning in Kansas City. And you, uh, you've been implementing some new programs over there, yeah. uh, one of which is the book yeah. uh, type deal over there. Tell us about yeah. that. Yeah, so we're calling What's that, that called because yeah, we're calling that the Landmark Library. Okay. Um, and we very are, cool. I saw it on your LinkedIn recently. Yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate that. We, I mean, we are. Uh, I, I don't read as much as I would like to, but mm-hmm. I try to have that discipline of reading so that you're introducing ideas um, and. A lot of our friends are reading books and want to share how those books have impacted their business. So maybe it helped them tackle a big uh, challenge that they were facing, or maybe it just made them think about their business differently, mm-hmm. or maybe it just made them a better leader as they're leading their teams. And so the idea behind it is that uh, every so often, once a month, every six weeks, something along those lines, we will uh, bring a book uh uh, make it aware to everybody and say this is um, suggested by like this first one was suggested by uh, Charlie Pinner at Heron Laughlin Restoration and it's Attraction by Gino Wickman. There's a little summary of the book about what it covers and then Charlie has a couple of quotes on there as to how it helped his business and how it was impactful. And then the idea is that we make that available to folks. And if you are interested in having a copy of that book because you think it would be impactful to your business or you as a leader, uh, we're happy to provide you a free copy of that. Mm-hmm. And um, the idea is that we will build out that library of, of customers and friends recommending books to customers and friends. And if you walk in our office today, you'd see a wall of books like that that have been impactful to both us and our customers. We just think it's a cool way to help each other out. Yeah, so I can just go over there and do some book shopping. You bet. You bet. <laughs> Be happy to. I'll hand deliver those. Oh, it's I. Yeah, Jeff Phillips. Uh, I would love to read some of those. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, is with me today. So we're going to have on um, the owners of Icon Architecture, a fascinating company here in Kansas City that maybe you've never heard of, but they've worked on some amazing projects. Uh, Jake Shop, David Davis, and Jim Warford are going to come with us here in the next segment. Tell us about their business, uh, Jeff, and, and what's so exciting about them because they are located in the river market and just seem to be a uh, super cool company here in Kansas City. Yeah, they are. They're, um, I love being around architects. I, uh, especially Me too. Like I the, wish I would have uh, been a better student and yeah. maybe uh, gone to that field. I, so, really so had interesting. A, I really had a misimpression of what architecture is before I got to know several architects. And I appreciate how thoughtful uh, these guys are in particular, but also how they impact how you live your life. I mean, the way that they design a space directly impacts how you experience that space. And so it's made, it's really changed me when I walk into a hotel lobby, when Mm -hmm. I walk into a retail store and it makes me feel a certain way. I'm able to maybe look a little bit beyond that as to why do I feel that and in most part, it's because of the way it was designed. And so I'm excited for us to visit with them today because you'll, I think it, their personality will come out that they do take that thoughtful approach. Their website is icon-architecture.com. And not only do they work on buildings, they do fabrication. And yeah. we're going to kind of get into what that is on the show today. Uh, they'll explain it to us. But we're talking about like when you walk into a um, sunglasses store or an eyeglasses store or a jewelry store, or uh, a lobby of a hotel. I mean, really kind of how it all looks and yeah. feels. Yeah. Um, not just the outside of the building or kind of the architecture on the inside. It's it's this, these little 
you know, places that you you work with, you you get a touch feel when you walk into a retail lo- location. Or well, you have that experience. Right. Well, as you and I know, there there are uh, a lot of manufacturers out there and CNC machines and uh, 3D, printer. 3D printers yeah. um, are really kind of the wave of the future, right? Uh, these guys leverage technology, but this is also old school woodworking. I mean, there are guys standing over a piece of wood with a hand plane just going back and forth. Mm. And so that quality... Uh, definitely shows out whenever you walk into a space. We're going to learn more about them today. We're going to talk about some of the coolest projects they've worked on, maybe figure out what their architectural uh, inspiration is, get some good advice. What are some projects they'd like to see in Kansas City in the future? What are some that they that they've worked on that they're really proud of. It's going to be a great show today, talking to the owners of Icon Architecture. Um, thanks again to Jeff Phillips, uh, Senior Vice President at Landmark National Bank. Their website is banklandmark.com for joining me today. Um, you can find Jeff uh, all over social media as well, the bank as well at banklandmark.com. Jeff, we're going to come right back after the break with you and with our three guests, Jake Shop. David Davis, and Jim Warford from Icon Architecture. Thanks for listening to The Grill Nation Show. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag drifting through the wind? Hello and welcome back to The Grill Nation Show on 980 AM and on iTunes via podcast or if you're on our website, grillnationshow.com. We greatly appreciate it today. I hope you're having a great day. It's great to have back in studio. Great first segment today. Uh, Jeff Phillips, who's the Senior Vice President at Landmark National Bank. Um, Jeff, uh, we have a really good show. We previewed it in our first segment um, with three really cool entrepreneurial architects uh, that have a pretty outstanding business here in Kansas City called Icon. I want you to, Icon Architecture plus Fabrication, um, I want you to explain to our guests and introduce our guests. We have in studio uh, Jake Shop, David Davis, and Jim Warford. How do you know these guys? And, and I'd love to hear from you and uh, introduce them to our guests. Yeah, well, thanks for having us. Um, these are just great guys to know. They're uh, fun to be around, but they also uh, work on really cool projects, um, both in town and, and uh, all over the place, commercial, uh, residential uh, they do design uh, where they're actually drawing the spaces that we're going to be in, but then they also uh, have this great uh, fabrication piece where they build um, different display cases, the way that you uh, enter and exit an environment. It's, uh, it's really cool. It's one of those that you love to swing by because you want to sneak back and see what they're working on. So I'm excited uh, that we're going to be visiting with them today. Yeah, so uh, we'll start uh, to to uh, Jeff's left. Introduce yourselves. Jake Shop. You guys said you were going to talk at once, but we'll, we'll break it up here a little bit. Jake's here. David Davis. Uh, Jim Warford. So let's start with Jim to my right. Tell me about yourself, Jim. Um, where are you from? How'd you get into this business? Um, how'd you meet these guys? Yeah, Jason, I um, I am actually from Kansas City. I grew up in Kansas City, was born here, raised mm-hmm. here, and um, on the Kansas side, but um, I went to the University of Kansas, um, uh, participated in a fifth-year program at UMKC's campus, which kind of really got me into the heart of downtown Kansas City. Um, and um, along the way, uh, Jake Shop and I were in school together. He also participated in that same uh, UMKC extension program through the University of Kansas, and uh, we spent a lot of... Uh, now, what is that again? 
Explain that to me. So it's a... Because UMKC is doing all these great things yeah. throughout the years. And I don't think right. enough people really know right. the, the, the asset we have in Kansas City. Yeah, it's an extension uh, that they... It's an extension program. It's, a, it's based around urban planning mm. and design. And uh, uh, they facilitate this program. And uh, there's students from K-State and KU that come and participate in this program. It's taught by... Uh, kind of an overlapping of instructors from and professors from KU, K State, and uh, UMKC, but it it's a way of kind of integrating professionals into um, into the Kansas City business mm-hmm. community and um, uh, get to experience you know real projects, um, urban design projects, and we we spent a lot of. Uh, late nights at the Epperson House designing and uh, working on team projects and. Um, um, there's some other architects here in town that we're all a part of that same program that we've all still maintain a lot of good relationships with and uh, mm-hmm. work with on occasion. And um, just um, <clears throat> that's how Jake and I met. We um, So you met a long time ago then. A, little, a long time ago. We decided um, we, Jake worked at a small firm. I worked at a larger firm uh, here in Kansas City. And um, I'm a big project guy. He's a small project business uh, uh uh, type of a person. He wore a lot more hats because he worked in a smaller firm. Uh, so his skill sets, uh, and then my bigger project skill sets, we thought, you know what, let's, uh, let's start this thing and do it ourselves. We, we really put an emphasis on, uh, both, both of us are, I don't know if you, how you describe it, the best way to describe it, but we, we really, really appreciate all aspects of the process. So from design to putting together construction documents to actually being out in the field, making sure that everything's being built according to how, how we envisioned it in the beginning. And mm-hmm. we felt like it was a really strong asset. A lot of larger firms, I think, are departmentalized. So you have a different person that picks up each of those phases along the way. Um, uh, it, I, I don't know. Some people would say it's uh, our short attention span, but uh, mm. it, it really does uh, allow us to take design uh, through the entire process. And, um, we started Icon. Um, and your website is icon-architecture.com. That's right, right. So yeah, when did you guys start this? And, and first off, let me stop there. Yeah, sorry. David Davis, how did he come into this equation? David, how did you, uh, how did you guys yeah. meet up? You're uh, in the middle of, of these two in the studio. Yeah, so. I kind of am, you know, to uh, uh, touch on something here real quick. Uh, my basketball team lost to their basketball team <laughs> last night. So they're KU grads. I'm an Oklahoma State grad. I'm a okay. kid from Oklahoma. And um, – my wife and I had an opportunity to move here in 97 and uh, met Jim working at one of the larger firms here in town. And uh, we were uh, fast friends over sports and uh, fantasy football owners. And um, uh, So you worked together and you had fun yeah, together, right? Yeah, we did. We did. And um, so Jake and, and Jim, uh, we worked together on and off at several firms over our careers. You know, it's, when we were kids, that's a long time ago now, I guess. But um, uh Jake uh, and Jim got together and started Icon, and I mean, they hadn't been together maybe eight, nine months when mm-hmm. uh, Jim called and said, hey, man, what are you doing? You want to go to lunch? And um, mm-hmm. I had uh, been this, the same path with Jim on large projects and had left and gone on my own and designed and built homes and uh, and uh, then come back to the corporate world. And, and um, so I uh, was otherwise really happy where I was working, but Jim and I were still in touch and good friends and um, they extended an offer to me to, to buy into this outfit, and, and uh, that's, I guess, the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> and so you guys, um, it sounds like at this point in your careers, you were kind of ready to do your own thing. I mean, is that true? And Because I know you obviously you've mentioned already that you, you had a long history at a bigger firm and other firms. 
uh, here in the Kansas City area. Obviously, I think we have a really rich design and architecture yeah. a community here. Um, and so is this typical where you see this happening, where you grow in a bigger company or a, like uh, um, like uh, Jake, you know, he kind of ran and wore a lot of hats at the smaller company to then starting your own company in this business? Is it, And you guys have obviously been successful, so... I'm sure a lot of people want to duplicate that and do that too. I mean, is this, are you guys kind of trailblazers? Is this something that happens more often than not in Kansas City? By no means are we trailblazers. (laughs) We're not unique. Anybody with the entrepreneurial spirit um, smells that the grass might be a little bit greener on the other side. Mm -hmm. But in addition to that, I think um, Jim touched on it. We had this real passion for being involved in all aspects of a project. Um, and really keeping our hands dirty throughout the course of the project mm-hmm. and thought that <clears throat> we could do a better job doing that by maintaining some responsibility throughout the entire course of the project and not departmentalizing things. Yeah. To 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 this day, I think we've continued that approach, and we are very, very, very hands-on. We're going to talk about some of your projects uh, that you've worked on. You've worked on a lot of big projects, both, both in the um, – architecture and fabrication and and we'll get into what fabrication actually is but um throughout throughout the show uh the website again is icon-architecture.com um jeff how'd you meet these guys and how how have you helped them in in their journey well i don't know that i've helped them at all uh they're just fun (laughs) for me to hang out with you very humble No, uh, uh, Jake uh, had a relationship with uh, Charlie Benson, who's uh, over at uh, Landmark National as well. But I was introduced when um, they were trying to make the decision. They had a design office over on Westport Road, Mm -hmm. um, had their fabrication shop over off of Southwest Boulevard. And they were trying to make the decision, like, do we need to roll that into one spot? And if we do, where? Um, they ended up buying and really restoring a cool building down in the river market and were able to put all that uh, together. And so that was the first project, I think, that I really got to work with them on. Um, and then we've been lucky enough to be involved with them as they grow the business, uh, but also uh, make some investments in the river market area uh, outside of that, too. That's interesting. Talk to us about that, guys, because you're seeing that more and more. You want to have everything in one place. Um, and talk to us about the decision to go to the river market for for everything, and what that what that um, neighborhood is is changed like, and how it has evolved over the years. Because I believe you started the business what in two thousand six, is that right? Okay, so it's been fourteen years now. Take us through that evolution and, and why you made that decision. So the the struggle was we have two unique uh, uh, businesses. One is an architectural business that has a requirement for offices that's suitable for bringing clientele to to come in and work on design process, be involved in the library and so it's an office environment, and then we have a manufacturing facility, which is a little dusty and dirty, and mm-hmm. um, and the noise can be non-conducive to you know thinking and and uh, you know rental rates for those sorts of properties in a community are are very widely. So if you find a facility that's very appropriate for a, a manufacturing facility, um, you know. It may not be the neighborhood you want to bring your clientele to to come and meet to sell them on your design business and your ability to design buildings and objects for them. So it was it was really a difficult hunt to find a place that met both needs and, you know, serve the best and highest use of the property. Well, you know, coming on 10 years ago now, the river market was 
Uh, it was different. a little different than it is today. And um, to say that it was an up-and-coming neighborhood would have been a stretch at that point in time. But um, we felt like it did kind of straddle uh, two worlds that allowed us to buy a property that wouldn't be um, an, ex- uh, an extraordinarily high uh, uh, investment for a f- manufacturing facility, but would still also provide a good location for design. Uh, so we found this. We just fell wait, upon wait, where this. Is it? Where is it? It's in the river, in the market. river market. 506 grand in the river market. It's right around the corner from our uh, our uh, our conference room, Harry's Country Club. And uh, <laughs> so actually, I actually uh, for a, a time in, for my, the country club in my entrepreneurial <laughs> journey, I had an office yeah. over the Harry's Country Club. Uh, oh, and oh, uh, that was fun. I'll tell you what, it was just a, <laughs> a great spot to be. And I ended up uh, going there more often than not. And the owner, uh, his kids went to high school with me. So you got to support Harry's Country Club. And that's, an, that's been a success story, right? Mm-hmm. In that neighborhood. Oh, and it kind of spurred the... The hockey bar. I mean, things are really growing yeah. there, and um, it's very interesting. And so, Jason, you, you, you were wanting stories, right? This is a great story. We, I mean, we would not. We got to go to break here oh. soon. Can we can we hold that? Yeah, absolutely. Don't forget <laughs> that story. Yeah. Uh, we're talking to the uh, the owners and founders of Icon Architecture, Icon Architecture dot com. Commercial and residential work. Um, they do architecture and fabrication. Great show so far. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to Grill Nation on 980 AM. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I'm Jason Grill, your host. Thanks for joining us today, whether if you're listening online at grillnationshow.com on the air at 980 a.m. or via podcast on iTunes. Great show so far. I want to thank Jeff Phillips uh, and Landmark Bank for bringing these awesome guests today. Um, Jake Shop, David Davis, and Jim Warford from Icon Architecture. Uh, they're online at icon-architecture.com. They do a commercial and residential work. Uh, they do fabrication uh, as well as architecture. And we're going to hear a story from um, from Jim here before the break. Let's get into that story real quick. Yeah. So, Jason, you were uh, you were asking, well, how did the fabrication come about? Um, <clears throat> we we were when we first came together, the three of us, uh, we were an architectural practice. Um, we had we had clients. Uh, we had one client in particular, the optical shops of Aspen, where we were designing their. Uh, uh, their optical stores throughout the country, mm-hmm. uh, designing them and then helping them get a building permit. And um, in a roundabout way, we found ourselves uh, being asked to, hey, can you help us, uh, can you help us get uh, the actual jewelry cases uh, fabricated uh, to the detail and using these exotic woods and, uh, you know, uh, uh, the locks, the, the glass, the lighting, and everything was very customized and, mm-hmm. and specific to what this client wanted. And uh, in a roundabout way, we found ourselves uh, managing that part of the process. And uh, you were mentioning where you you officed uh, above Harry's Country Club. Well, we our original office is above JP Wine Bar. Mm. So uh, I think one late night uh, after work, we sat down there over a few bottles of wine and and decided that we could do this ourselves. Sure. <laughs> so I don't know if that was too much wine or if that was, uh, hey, you, you know what, maybe we actually can <laughs> we can do this and. Uh, Literally the next couple of days, we were out looking for a building to rent to uh, 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 to start this fabrication component, and uh, that's kind of how that that all started um, in that's an interesting awesome. way. But, so, explain to us again fabrication for those that don't know. I mean, 
Um, what is it? Is it is it is woodworking involved? What what, what mm. goes into fabrication? It's a living word. It's a living word. Okay. Um, it started as a. It sounds cl- it sounds very fancy to me, but I know it's it's <laughs> it's more or less. I like fancy. Yeah. It's it's so yeah. What is it? What is fabrication? <clears throat> it started honestly as a woodworking uh, shop strictly. Um, those those individuals with those fantastic talents were uh, people we just truly admired. And our clients started requiring more componentry than just wood, metal. Um, as Jim touched on, lighting, glass. So it's, it's basically um, architecture at a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. All these pieces and parts that need to come together to do something for somebody to um, display something, to furnish something, to sit on. Um, we started sourcing components, using other companies here in town to do things that we didn't do to um, build a unique piece, item. Um, and you guys do clients. this You guys do this both commercially and residentially. I'm looking at your website, which is a fascinating, a lot of photos, uh, icon dash architecture.com you've worked with a lot of different jewelry um companies uh law firms um you know the kansas city royals the uh, western crown center you mentioned the optical shop of aspen i mean there's a lot of different places where you can touch feel and, and people i think when you give them the examples of the case studies kind of maybe understand a little bit more what fabrication really is um talk to me about some of your some of the projects you've really been proud to work on as far as uh, with your business on the commercial side, and we'll talk about what you do residentially after that. Uh, commercially, you know, what's really changed our our lives is the uh, the jewelry industry. So, um, and people don't think about that, right? They don't think about how this stuff no, is built. And no. You just walk in the store, yeah, and you're like, "Don't you touch anything." There's always a security guard that's staring <laughs> at you funny in those places. Yeah. I'm not married, so I've never had a search for a wedding ring, but I understand that it's very tough. So what's what's uh, was really fun about that is you know um it's a great story about how we found jewelry. Um we we started with uh, like Jim said optical shops of Aspen um and we were doing really high, you know, high end uh, hardwood rosewood work and um the gentleman that was our client lived in Malibu, California um and uh a, a knew a gal out there uh, Lula Halfacre who was owned traditional jewelers who happened to have a a really good friend um, by the name of Kathy Tibble. And um, through uh, Malibu, California, we found ourselves back in our hometown. That's um, great. Uh, Jim or Jake designed the entire store from an architectural standpoint and the millwork. And we were able to build the millwork, uh, very high-end woodwork. Um, and about the time we were installing that, uh, that woodwork, Rolex came to town to deliver the bad news that they weren't going to be able to complete their boutique um, in time for their grand opening. And there we stood um, in a catch two situation with Rolex. Um, you have to be pre qualified to do Rolex work, and there's no uh, instructions on how to become pre qualified, but only to find yourself in front of the director of merchandising. <laughs> we had an opportunity to do that store, and it, it radically changed our lives in terms of the caliber of work <clears throat> that we did, which is just uh, that, that taught us about glass and locking and lighting, which provided us the ability to speak intelligently with the Nelson Atkins. Art Museum, um, which uh, ended up uh, having us build all of the new millwork and cabinetry and display cases for the um, the block edition, 
Wow. So, so we're so really w- proud of that. That's was this great, early on in, the, uh, in the, the company's... Uh... No, this has been over a six, seven year. You know, we're talking about a six, seven year period. Well, what, was the, what was the first big uh, client that you guys got when you joined, when you guys formed your business that kind of really... From a fabrication standpoint, a, a millwork standpoint? Yeah, that, or any standpoint. Optical that, that, of Aspen started uh, the whole thing. Sure. Yeah. So then you're like, okay, we can do this. That was your... That was it. Yeah. We didn't know that we could do it, but... We, we we didn't know Frankly, we couldn't do it either. That's exactly <laughs> right. The attitude, you know, that's the wine. That whole they talk about is it prosperity is when luck and and good and timing too with, meet right. Good it timing just, too, and now with um, the changes in in retail and yeah. an experience type uh, things happening across the country, more of the experience than the shopping uh, and technology. I'm sure that's had an impact on your business as well Absolutely. to become more innovative. I mean, as technology played a role in some of the things you've done in the last few years. Huge. Talk to us about that and some of the changes you've seen throughout your, your lifetime of your, of your business, whether that's in the uh, fabrication or architectural side of things. As things become harder, easier, um, quicker, tougher, what do you guys think? You know, I, I think um, on, on the architecture side, um, you know, the, uh, uh, the efficiency and the streamlining of, uh, of getting information to and from clients has uh, has opened the doors to it not just being a local business right you're mm-hmm. able to now you're able to send files and drawings digitally uh, um, uh, for contractors to look at or owners to look at without everybody having to travel to one location or the other that's a big thing i mean that's been going on for some time but um, it just seems to get better and better as time goes on uh, some of the some of the uh, programs we use to draw with um, uh, are much more efficient and uh, uh, kind of take it to the next level and make uh, the drawing process. Uh, uh, you input information three-dimensionally, and it, uh, then you're able to use it in, in, uh, in a multitude of ways within the drawing set. So that's kind of expedited that process and sped things along. And, and now contractors are able to use that three-dimensional information in the, in the modeling programs we use to, to do takeoffs, to do quantity takeoffs or material takeoffs for bidding and for construction and ordering. And so I think if, if there's any one thing, it's that. Um, but I still think architecture uh, and what we talk about, uh, Jake and I and David, uh, um, this attention to uh, making sure all the pieces and parts come together as we envision is, is, still, is still an art that's um, uh, that, um, that we want to, want to continue to embrace. We don't want to let you know, a program tell the contractor how we want something to look. We want to make sure we've got our eyes on it, our hands on it, uh, from start to finish. So I think that to continue down that path of what we what we started this firm on, I, I think that would be uh, one of the bigger guiding principles. You guys, uh, we're talking to I- about Icon Architecture today on the show, Icon Architecture dot com. You've uh, you mentioned you talked about your fabrication work. You've also done a lot of uh, commercial architecture work and. Places we've all probably been to, like Char Bar, and, and I'm looking at your website. There's a ton of um, restaurants and and uh, you know uh, hotels, and uh, we talked about JP Wine Bar earlier. Um, you know, tell us about the architecture side of things. What what really drives that side of the business? Some of your more successful projects you might have worked on. Who wants to talk? Jeff, I want you to explain to us all. Yeah, well, I mean, in my vast experience uh, drawing, um, you start at the top. <laughs> you, you guys have done a lot of different architecture work is what I'm trying to pull yeah, out of yeah. you. And well, I think one of our more higher profile projects was the Ambassador Hotel, which was uh, it's at 11th and Grand in downtown KCMO. And that is the old Gate City National Bank building that we... Uh, 
repurposed into a hotel. And uh, great stories about that space. Uh, it kind of went derelict after a, a nightclub had Club Chemical had gotten into some trouble, and you never uh, want to start a club called Chemical. Yeah, that's no, never, no, that's never probably <laughs> no, no. a good uh, 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 budgeting. Uh, <laughs> if I was going to be investing in something, I probably wouldn't have invested in a club called Chemical. Yeah, it paints you into a corner. <laughs> it does. It does. Okay, go on there. Guys. That Sorry. building was, uh, you know, bat and and pigeon infested, and uh, water leaking through it. And I remember Jake and I going over and doing some asbuilt measurements of that entire building, and. Uh, one, one memory I have is shutting the back door behind me and hearing a uh, brick fall off of the back facade so oh, much man. so that I couldn't open the door to get back out. So, uh, it was one of those buildings, but we were able to, to repurpose it into a beautiful hotel. Um, Very it's beautiful. a, it's a four star, uh, Marriott autograph collection hotel. And we recently, uh, if you've not been there yet, added a, um, uh, an addition, a uh, nine story addition with a banquet space and additional guest rooms and uh, sort of just finished that project off really nicely. And um, one of the uh, one of the first kind of luxury kind of nicer hotels to kind of boutique growing yeah. hotels to really go in downtown with the with yeah. the uh, the drive of downtown, which is really mm-hmm. cool. I've actually been there a few times, um, had had lunch and breakfast there. It's a great facility. It's really close to the power and light district. I mean, you can't miss it. It's it's uh on uh, what'd you say 11th and grand 11th and grand 11th and grand um guys you guys are doing really great we're going to come back after the break we're going to learn more about some of your your architecture work some of the of your uh, uh the work the, the projects you've worked on and also learn more about kind of your inspiration as well you're listening to the grill nation show i see this life like a swinging vine swing my heart across the line in my face is flashing signs seek it out and ye shall find the old but i'm not that old Welcome back to the Grill Nation show here on 980 AM and on iTunes via podcast. Uh, great show today. We are talking to the, the owners and uh, founders of Icon Architecture. Their website is icon-architecture.com. Also, uh, Jeff Phillips is with me from Landmark Bank. Um, talk to us about the market, guys. I know uh, it's always evolving uh, here in Kansas City. I know we have a rich architectural um, uh, bank of people that have worked in architecture, but what you guys do is pretty niche and boutique. Um, I know there's a lot of mentoring going on as well. So, so really kind of inform our listeners on the market that you're in and kind of some of the changes that are happening. Uh, why don't we start with you, David? How about that? Uh, yeah. So in terms of the market, you know, from a fabrication standpoint, um, not only is the market changing, the labor force is changing. So, um, I think this is kind of what you're asking. We, yeah, you know, yeah. We we um, we operate in a fairly narrow ditch, so there's still a demand for really high quality um, wood millwork, fabrication, um, furniture, objects, um, and uh, and as that market maintains its demand, um, at the same time there is a dwindling um, supply of qualified craftsmen on the planet, um, and specifically in Kansas City. So. We've been really lucky. Um, we had enough work in the last downturn that we found some guys that were in search of work that were, you know, our age and older that had been classically trained on a bench to work with wood with hand tools and who cared about what they did and live artistic lives, frankly. frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have also found that uh, Kansas City Arts Institute um, produces a wealth of intelligent, um, uh, motivated kids with 
incredible skills in their hands, latent skills in their hands. And so a handful of those have found their way to us over the years and have, you know, studied at the, at the feet of these gentlemen that have um, taken it upon themselves to pass these mm-hmm. skills down. And so we have developed a, a tremendous um, skill set in our, our facility that we think is unique nationally, much less locally. And we continue to do that. And that, so we take that part, it, you know, the market is changing. And so we, this is one place in our lives that we feel like we look beyond ourselves and hope that, you know, we're building a tradition in this town. Um, it, our, this town already has a great tradition of makers. And and so we're trying to do our part to populate that group so that, you know, this, this longevity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's, it's really, really it's, about, it's oh, like going right. back a little bit to the yeah. actual makers sure. and, and yeah. more though so than technology sometimes. Um, what's one of your favorite architectural buildings in Kansas City that you guys really are inspired by? Um, any one of you want to answer that question? I, I, I'm curious to know what, what you think in Kansas City is, is a cool, cool building that, that people um, need to check out. As they're thinking here in the studio. Um, the Nelson, what do you got? The Nelson Atkins is world class. It's Stephen yeah. Hall. It's, it's a phenomenal space day and night. And, um, it really is, isn't it's it? It's a great juxtaposition to a wonderful building that was already there. And on that note, um, what is a dream project for you guys? What would you really like to see happen um, in our area or in the country as far as what you do in fabrication or architecture? Um, is there anything that that you ha- that we don't have yet that you'd like to see or uh, a part of our skyline you'd like to see change or maybe a part of art that um, that deals with architecture? Is there is there any type of dream project maybe that you haven't worked on that you'd like to in the future? I don't know that it's up our alley necessarily jason but i would like to see that downtown stadium (laughs) (laughs) well i think i think there's a good shot of that happening i really do so um location location we don't know yet but that would help your guys is uh your office your office is right down the street right you know um but you would think that with all the different architectural folks like yourselves and folks that have worked in fabrication on that note yeah talk to us about uh the royals didn't you do a project with the royals with the hall of fame oh that was that was something else well Fast forward past the Hall of Fame, um, we were commissioned by the Royals uh, right after they won the World Series mm-hmm. to design a base for the World Series trophy. And this was something that they were going to use to take to schools and off-site visits to display and stand this this uh, trophy. <clears throat> um, what was that call like? I mean, that's got to be pretty cool. It was awesome. I mean, hey, can you guys build this uh, stadium thing, you know, for the trophy, the World Series trophy, so we can take it around the world? I mean, come on. It was the smallest project in our office that got everybody in our offices and shops' attention. <laughs> yeah. um, it was expensive. Well, maybe maybe <laughs> it was expensive. if you're listening out there, uh, anyone from the Kansas City Chiefs, hopefully we'll have a Super Bowl trophy that you can build a stand for here in the next few days. Oh, awesome. uh, yeah. What really set that one off for me was waking up one morning um, – and somebody tossing me the um, current edition of Sports Illustrated that had the center spread picture of that base that we had fabricated and designed with a trophy on top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, at the ring ceremony? At the yeah. ring ceremony, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. That was just magical. Gosh, what a, you, cool, what a cool place for a company to say they worked on that project. Well, you, can, a, you can tell, Jason, that they, um, they are very thoughtful about the approach that they take to projects. And so that's the thing I appreciate the most about them is that it's not, uh, oh, we did this for this group. Let's just do that again. Um, they, they 
do take uh, a lot of thought in both the design and how it's going to feel and how it's going to be experienced. And so I think that's the interesting thing for them as business owners is how do you articulate that, that that is the value that they bring to people that are looking to do projects that sometimes are looking at an overall project and the design piece might just be like a line item of a budget versus Mm -hmm. an actual driver of the project. Mm -hmm. You guys have been involved in both commercial and residential projects that are interesting, forward-thinking, and high-profile. Um, yeah, for those listening, I mean, so you also do residential. We haven't even broken into that yet. Um, I've looked at some of these photos on the website of some of the, the homes that you guys have worked on inside of them. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. And so not only do you help uh, with fabrication, with commercial, uh, you also help with residential. Tell us about that line of business. Because I think, I mean, if I had a nice house and... And I, you know, I needed to hire someone to work on it. I think I would hire you guys. I mean, it looks pretty evident in your photos that you do a great job. I appreciate that, Jason. We, you know, Jeff, uh, that was very nice of you to say, Jeff, because we, I think we, that that really is what we strive for is uh, trying to, uh, to, to listen and hear and, and, uh, and provide something that's very well thought out and executed to, uh, to, to whatever the client wants. And so, you know, on the residential side, we, uh, we've not we've done a, we've done a number of um, you know addition renovations. We've done a few new builds. Um, uh, we did a, a home uh, in, per, in uh, uh, we did a home over in Prairie Village that had uh, we reused an existing foundation to uh, put a new build on top of that uh, foundation, which was you know it was kind of an interesting way to think about it, uh, repurposing an existing uh, house, but just uh, just from the foundation up. So. It really turned out nice, and um, uh, those types of challenges, I think, are what we uh, what we strive uh, strive to do. And um, that's awesome. And you guys do that, and so people can connect with you on residential as well. I want to. We had a minute left in the show. I want to kind of. What's the best advice you all have for young architects, or people maybe entrepreneurs that are that are looking to to start a business or to grow a business? Just a couple quick thoughts from each of you, if you have any, um, as far as advice for architecture or people in your field. As, as as thought leaders in the industry, educate yourself beyond just mm. architecture. Um, there are so many different paths architecture can take you, but the more wealth of knowledge you can hold on to, gain, the the, the better you're going to be with whatever you choose. What about you too? Anything? Yeah, I think uh, I think the the more skill sets you have, the the more beneficial you are to um, to the design process, to the construction documentation process, and then also st- you know standing out in the field while something's being built uh, with contractors, being able to build your skill sets uh, across all of those parts of the process. Great advice, yeah. Jim Warford, David Davis, Jake Shop, Jeff Phillips. Thanks for coming on the show today. It's been an awesome hour. Thank you. And everyone, check out Icon Architecture. Their website is icon-architecture.com. Uh, you've been listening to the Grill Nation show. Hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, we'll see you again next week. Take care. Well, you only need the light when it's burning low. Only miss the sun when it starts to snow. Only know you love her when you let her go. 